0: Well, hello everybody, I am Matt Williamson, and probably when you are listening to this, I will be in a car going from Pittsburgh to Indianapolis with my buddy Dale Wally and getting ready to get set up there. Wes Euler will be joining us as well on that trip. Always a good time. Be gathering lots of information from Indy. But I wanted to prep you a little bit and I found a good mock draft or an interesting mock draft. It's not bad, I mean I wouldn't pick it, but I went to um, USA Today's touchdown wire. And it's rare to find a three round mock. And they did a three round mock with some trades in there. So that's four Steeler picks. And this one I'm going to what buzz through it. And I'm not going to harp on every pick. I mean, that's close to 100 picks. But I'm um, going to mention everyone that goes before 17. What's left there at 17, and I think it's a little revealing. And then what's available at 32, what's available later in the second round, and then you get another one at the end of the third. So four pretty premium picks for the Steelers. I'm not loving, as I told you earlier in the week, how things are shaping up at 17, but I am really into how the draft is setting up now for those other picks. So quickly, they have the Colts trading up, grabbing Bryce Young at one. They have internet's being a little slow here they have Stroud going to the Texans at two Carter to the Cardinals Bears move from one to four keep take will Anderson Devin Witherspoon all the way up at five the top corner so folks don't get don't get too excited about him and then back to back corners Christian Gonzalez goes six. I told you, there's three top corners, and they're going to go quick, and that's why I don't love this 17 spot. Tyree Wilson goes seven, an edge player. Miles Murphy goes right after him, another edge to the Falcons. Anthony Richardson goes to the Panthers at nine, and I'm starting to think that might be his floor. Uh, We talked about that earlier. The more I think about Richardson, I've heard some people say that he's the second quarterback on several teams' boards out there. I don't think there's any chance he gets to 17, and nine might be as low as he can go. Um, Eagles stay put, and boom, three corners are off the board. Joey Porter Jr. So those three corners, I think, are at the top of the list. So many people have them getting mocked to the Steelers. They're already gone in the top 10, and I think that's realistic. Now, no tackles have gone, but there they go. Tennessee, Paris Johnson Jr. Boom, right away. Right after that, the Texans take Quentin Johnston, who's expected to have a huge combine here, big receiver. Um, Jets take Will Levis. I guess in this scenario, they didn't land Rodgers or whomever. I don't know. Levis lasts 13, but I guess it's an odd spot for him to land. Um, second tackle off the board at 14 to the Patriots, Peter Skoronsky. 15, that third tackle, Broderick Jones, boom, off the board of the Packers. So I've been telling you, there's three tackles at the top, offensive tackles. Boom, all three gone right in a row here almost. three. There's three really good corners. Boom, they're all gone in the top 10. Doesn't leave you where you want to be at 16. And then another corner who could be in the mix, Cam Smith, goes 16 to Washington. So if you want that, was your fallback plan? Oh, so you're sitting there at 17. USA Today's touchdown wire has them taking Jordan Addison. I get the pick at Addison connection. Uh, this is not a pick for me. And I am always in favor of another weapon. Um, I would have taken Branch in this scenario, the safety slot defensive back, playmaker. Um, I understand the Addison connection, and they certainly need more explosive plays. I just, that's not a pick for me. Uh, Bijan Rob, and I'm going to buzz through these now that after the Steeler pick, go through the first round, we'll take a quick break. The, the Lions take Bijan Robinson. The Bucks take Kaylee Ringo. He's going to blow it up this upcoming week too. Keon White goes to Seattle. Uh, Brian Breezy goes to the Chargers. He's also someone I absolutely would have considered at 17. Then Brian Branch goes to the hated Ravens, and that would be such a Ravens pick. You know, just a don't really have a need. They took a safety in the first round, but doesn't matter. Best player on the board. He has very little down potential. Clark Phillips, a corner out of Utah, goes 23. Emmanuel Forbes goes 24. I think 17 is a little early for those two corners, but these corners are going to go high. Giants take Jackson Smith and the Jigba. And I would consider him over Addison because he's a more of a pure slot. I think he's the better player. But if you're looking to create explosives, Addison's your better bet there. So I understand that logic. Dallas takes Antonio Johnson, big safety. Jameer Gibbs, second running back in this class, goes to the Bills. The Bengals take Michael Mayer, a player I like an awful lot. First tight end off the board. I've told you guys many times I adore this tight end class. Saints take Trenton Simpson, super athletic linebacker. Isaiah Foskey, no shock, goes to the Eagles. They love their defensive lineman. Super burner receiver, kind of the Will Fuller mold. Jalen Hyatt goes to the Chiefs, which leaves your Pittsburgh Steelers on the clock with the first pick in the second round. So we're going to take a quick break and analyze that. And they have him, they have the Steelers taking what I think is a very good football player. Osiris Torrance, big, mauling, nasty guard, but he's only a guard. And I'm fine with the Steeler guards. We've talked about that. I mean, in this case, boy, I'd love to move down three or four spots, you know, because the next guy off the board is Antoine Harrison, who's a true tackle out of Oklahoma. Um, Zay Flowers to me is similar to Addison. He goes next. So Josh Downs goes next at 34. Also similar to Addison. So where I'm going with this is, these early seconds. I like the what you're looking at to pick from. I don't like what you've been looking at to pick from lately in the 17 range. Drew Sanders goes. Noah Sewell. Darnell Wright, another one of these tackles. You know, uh, DJ mocked Darnell Wright to 17 to the Steelers. He goes 38 in this mock. So I do think there will be a tackle available. Uh, the Monster Jones from Ohio State is still on the board, too. So tackle with 32, I'm starting to warm up to more and more. Um, Marvin Mims, a cor- uh, uh, receiver goes uh Hendon Hooker the the injured and older quarterback goes to the Saints in the second round I think that'd be a great landing spot for him and I'm not here to you know call these guys out but they have Lucas Van Ness going 41 I don't think he's even going to be there at 17 um Sakaya Ika is an interesting nose tackle big body guy that's the Browns first pick at 42 Nolan Smith gone John Michael Schmitz a favorite of mine goes to the Falcons As we approach the Steelers pick, uh, Dalton Kincaid, a receiving tight end, goes to Green Bay. Patriots take Cedric Tillman, a receiver. Washington takes a linebacker, Henry Toto. Um, Another safety goes off the board here, Christopher Smith, which leaves these Steelers at 49. At this point, they have a guard and they have a receiver. This is definitely my favorite pick of this draft that they have lined up for this one. And that's Deontay Banks, cornerback out of Maryland you know they're gonna know a ton about this guy. I think he'll test well, he's an outside corner, curious what he weighs in at, but it shows you the depth of the corner class. That's kind of one of the reasons I wanted to do this is, again, I wouldn't take an Addison in the first round, but I loved the tackles that were sitting there with the second pick, and I like the corners that are in this neighborhood. So again, if you trade down from 17, pick up more draft capital, maybe some for next year, Again, I'm just not big on what I think is going to be there at 17 for the value. But I do like these second rounders quite a bit. Um, as we roll through here, some other notable names. Cody Mock went a couple picks later. He'd be a very useful lineman somewhere on the Steelers O-line. My favorite tight end in this draft is Luke Musgrave from Oregon State. He's going to be like 265 and running the four fives. Super athletic. I would love to somehow land him in Pittsburgh. But he goes all the way to 52 to Seattle. To be honest, if we have this conversation a week from now, I don't think Musgrave gets out of the first round. Um, buzzing through some other heres I mean, we're talking about late second rounders. Darnell Washington's another tight end I adore from Georgia. He goes 55. Here's an interesting player to keep an eye on next week, too, is Florida's defensive lineman, Gervin Dexter. He's really built like these Steeler DNs. I mean, he looks like a big power forward, super long arms, six, six and a half, I think, 295, could probably put another 10 pounds on. Raw, inconsistent. Hey, Gervin, come here and just hang out with Cam Hayward for a while and see how that goes. I mean, so he's a guy I would really like to see somehow land here, third round, maybe even that second round pick. I mentioned Dewan Jones from Ohio State. They have him going 58th. He's the mammoth tackle. So here's back to the point about Osir- Osiris Torrance, who they have going 32 to the Steelers. They have Steve Avelia, the interior lineman from TCU, going 59th, which I'll consider an inside lineman that has center versatility like Avelia at 59, but not a pure guard at 32, even though Torrance is a great prospect. But I don't see them being all that different, to be very honest with you. Um, so we buzz into the third round or end of the first or end of the second. Kalija Cansey has some hometown pit you know, ties, obviously undersized D tackle. I don't think he's for the Steelers. They have him go at the end of the second. I think there's a better chance he goes at the end of the first. Same with Derek Hall, uh, an edge out of Auburn. End of the second. They have him go in the beginning of the third so we buzz through here a little bit. Will McDonald's another edge? They have going early third. He's going to test like crazy. Iowa State. If the Steelers can get him in the third, wow, I would love that. Um, you're seeing some running backs go, some more corners, um, another tight end, Craft. You know, so uh, Jack Campbell here goes 73 to the Texans. Big. Old-school throwback linebacker, but isn't slow or a plotter. I think he'll test well. I think he's a really good player. And rarely do I say this, especially about off-the-ball linebackers, but I do think he is a plug-and-play starter. Um, It's a good running back class, and some of those guys are falling here too. You wouldn't think that that's really something that interests the Steelers, but um, another corner example, Kyrie Blue Kelly from Stanford goes 77. If you can get that guy at 77, that is interesting to me. Um, Mozzie Smith, big defensive tackle that is going to be maybe the star of the combine from a testing standpoint, but is half a sack in his career, not even a full sack in his whole career in Michigan. That scares the heck out of me. So here's how we'll wrap it up. This is the Steelers' last pick, and I have objections with this one, too. It's a player I like. He's super talented. He was a five-star recruit. He's fast. He's explosive. Zach Evans, running back out of Ole Miss. I just can't use the 80th pick on a running back. Sorry. I mean, just the, the way that the Steelers are structured right now. Sure, I would love to add a you know a guy like him into the mix with speed and explosive and home run capabilities that they don't really have at the running back position, but not right now. So here's a name that I do really like that went 83rd. Frankly, I think he'd be more of a Steelers mid second round pick. That's Keanu Benton. More of a modern day souped up Tyson Alualu nose type. I've talked about him before. Um, so this gives you some idea, you know, I just kind of wanted to buzz through a three round mock with you guys and show you, of course, this isn't written in stone. And I have some objections to some of their picks. And I think these guys will go higher than these guys. But my bottom line is the more I analyze this draft, again, very subject to change. We haven't hit the combine yet. I think those three corners and those three tackles will be gone by 17. And it's not going to even be a lot of mystery to it. And then you're a little bit in no man's land. And again, I think trading back at that point would be ideal. Add some more mid-round picks, maybe a future second or third, something like that. But I really do like how this draft sets up at 32, as well as all the day two picks, all three of the day two picks for the Steelers. So thanks so much. I will talk to you from Indy over now.